Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. So as we head into the new year and we're all deciding what the next diet is we're going to try, how we're going to lose weight, this is going to be our year, right? Which I'm behind. I love that it's going to be your year. I celebrate you so much. I want this to be my year. We're in this together. We're cheering each other on here. But one tool that I want you to have as you navigate this next journey is the tool of actually understanding your health actually understanding how your freaking beautiful body is that you're sitting in right now, because it is, it's so amazing, actually understanding how it works. It's the reason I'm against diet culture. It's not that I don't want you to get physical results. I say time and time again, 99% of my clients want composition change, see composition change, see the weight loss, but we do it in a way that's sustainable and we do it in a way that we can take with us forever. Diets don't give you that. They give you certain rules, certain restrictions, certain things you can or can't eat. And then when you stop that, you're left with nothing. So in my toolbox with my clients and with this community and all of you listening is I want to give you all the tools to your body that you need. You don't need any hacks when you understand how your body works and how to get it to work for you. So that's the purpose of so many of my episodes. And it's the purpose of this one. And what I want to do on this episode is teach you how to build muscle, lean muscle without macros. I think that's an ideal scenario for all of us. We all want to increase our metabolism. We want to have that lean muscle look. The skinny is out. The strong is in. And tracking macros is out. I'm not sure if you've heard lately, but there is like so much hate on macros, which you're going to find me in the middle for. And and I'll dive into that more on this episode. I never think macros are a long-term tool by any means. They're a tool like a stepping stone that can be helpful in your journey if you do them the right way. The problem is we all do them the wrong way, where we're obsessively tracking proteins, carbs, and fats. Our calories are way too low. My fitness pal is adding in calories for exercise. And before you know it, we are caught up in the hustle and bustle of it all. We have anxiety. We don't know what just hit us, and it's not a good situation. Then we say, macros isn't for me. I don't want to do macros, which is understandable. I don't either. It's probably been three years, four years maybe since I've tracked consistently and it's been the best thing that I've ever given up. I don't even know if I have my fitness pal on my phone anymore. I might 
for the purpose of like taking a screenshot for my clients or to randomly check how much something has. But outside of that, I don't use it at all anymore. And I used to be addicted to it and attached to it. So I want to teach you how you can build and maintain your lean muscle without MyFitnessPal and without macros. The reason I say build muscle without macros is because instead of like weight loss without macros is because weight loss shouldn't be the main focus. That's not going to do anything for your metabolism. I know, I know, I know, I know a lot of you listening want to lose weight. It's your main goal. I feel you. I hear you. I'm going to teach you exactly how to do that. We want to pull that away as the focus because so often we're doing things that work against our body and metabolism, thinking that we're doing our body a service while we're doing it a disservice. For example, weight loss or extreme weight loss. That's one of the number one ways to decrease your metabolism. Everyone's like, what? Decrease? I thought weight loss increased your metabolism. That's a myth. That's a rumor. Look, the less you weigh, the less your daily metabolic rate is, the less calories you're burning at rest. Why? Because you have less mass. You're taking up less space. Understandable. I'm not saying that you don't like, I'm not saying weight loss isn't important for you, but we want to make sure we're doing it the right way because so often we're doing the extreme weight loss. We want to lose it quick. What happens is we're losing muscle. We're not losing fat. So while we see that scale going down, we're not feeling stronger, more toned, more energy. We're decreasing our metabolic rate instead of increasing it. So the type of weight loss is very, very important. It's also understanding that doing things, you know, we were always doing these little random things that we think are going to make a big difference. Like, oh, I'm going to drink green tea to increase my metabolic rate. And that's not at all what this episode is going to be on because all that's going to do is slightly increase how many of your calories your body is burning that day. It's not going to give you any long-term results. What I want for you is long-term results. What I want for you in every single client that works with me, enters my program, enters this community, is true happiness and true health, which means without obsession, without the craziness. And I think true health first starts with actually understanding your body and how it works from a mental, physical, and emotional standpoint. So If we start to dive into how do I reach my goals without macros, I think it's important that we start even before that, because I think there's a phase before cutting out macros or understanding how to build muscle without macros that is really, really important. This is what I teach in my 10-week program, Evolve. The the 10-week program is actually 11 weeks because the first week is an awareness week. And the reason I don't include that in the 10 weeks is because I work with women. We want to hit the ground running, right? We start a 10-week program. We want tangible shit that we can do that are going to get us the quickest results. But in order to get that, we need to understand where our body is at, what it is functioning off of, and where we have been from a metabolic standpoint. So I think before you go into this episode, knowing that is really important. So let me walk you through what Awareness Week looks like in my program. Even though this is Build Muscle Without Macro, Awareness Week, I have them track. Why? Because it's important to understand your body. If we need to know where to take you, we need to know where you are. So I have everybody track, and I suggest you do this too, without judgment, without trying to hit certain numbers, without even paying attention to the MyFitnessPal. Where is your body at? What does it need? Where where are we sort of coming off the tracks? 
this is where tracking can be super, super helpful. And this is where it was helpful for me is at the end phase for tracking, I was like, okay, this isn't a lifestyle. I don't want to be doing this anymore. And I don't suggest any of my clients track for more than a couple of months. You don't need to if you're tracking the right way. Track to understand where your body is at right now, what it needs, and how we bridge the gap. And then when you're tracking, start to understand, okay, this is how I hit my protein goals. When I, when I build in, when I build my meals like this, this is how I hit my protein number. And when I add in these foods, I actually, you know, stay sort of in this calorie range instead of going way over. And I don't have crazy hunger levels. The problem is we're not tracking with intention. We're tracking to hit certain numbers, which totally disconnects us from our body, which takes away the purpose of tracking. Track with intention, track to connect to your body, not to disconnect. And then we start to transition you off. So unless you have a terrible, horrible relationship with food and like, for example, disordered eating, and it triggers you so much to track, then I, then I recommend you don't need to do that. You can sort of follow the rest of the episode. But if you haven't tracked in a while or if you've you know, been tracking and you've been off, I recommend just one week of awareness to understand where your body is at. And from there, it, when it comes to calories, look, I teach all of this in my program of personal, where your body and metabolism should be, how to figure that out, why it's important. So if that's something that you're wanting to dive into and really take that next step to invest in yourself and your body, then Evolve, my 10-week transformation program is truly, truly incredible and it's launching next week. So that might be for you. But if you're wanting to take this journey on your own, a good place to start is I did an episode, I can't even tell you what number it is right now, but I did an episode on how much protein your body needs. Go back, listen to that episode, figure out how much protein your body needs versus where you are, and then we start to build from there, okay? Protein is very, very important. Getting enough protein is, and you can focus on getting enough protein without tracking your macros. You just have to have a conscious effort. You have to understand how much protein two eggs has and a couple of egg whites. Maybe adding in a protein supplement. Are you getting four or five ounces of chicken breast? And okay, that's about 25 grams. We don't need to obsess and track specifics or anything. We need to understand food. And when we do, when we can understand food quantity and quality and what's in it, tracking becomes obsolete. So the best thing you can do is take a week or two to create awareness, understand what's going into your body, understand where it needs to be, and how to build your meals to get there. Once you do that, you can just keep going. Because here's the thing, when you start to give your body what it needs, your body become, feels more sustained, your blood sugar is better, your energy levels are higher. Naturally, when those things happen, what else happens? Um, binging at night starts to decrease. We start to rely less on coffee. We start to have less swings with our blood sugars, which means we're not snacking at all these crazy times and we're never feeling out of control around food. Sometimes it's not the habit we need to break. It's what comes before that. It's setting ourselves up for success instead of screwing up and getting down on ourselves for it. It's how do we get our body more satisfied overall? Number one, understand where it needs to be versus where it is and how to get there. So create that awareness and start to transition yourself off of that. If you're not tracking at all, my best advice for you is try to get 25 grams of protein at each meal. I think minimum for women, we should be hitting around 100 grams of protein a day and most of us are drastically underneath that. 
if I'm just giving like a general ball range number, that is where women should be. And I find most women are in like the 50s or 60s, either that or they're having way, way more than they need to be, like 160 grams of protein and not giving themselves enough carbs and fats because of it. It's always, it's always black or white. It's never in the middle and that's where we really need to land. So if you don't want to do awareness or track at all, focus on 25 grams of protein at each meal. I've said it before in episodes I've done on metabolism. The best way you can start your day is with 25 grams of protein. It sets the tone for your body, for your metabolism, for a catabolic state, for your blood sugar, and only good things can come from that. So when you're building your meals, just understand, okay, this is about this much protein. This is about that much protein. And okay, this is, I'm at like 28 grams. I'm good to go. Is it going to be exacts? No. Do we need exacts? No. We just need awareness and intention around how to build satisfying meals for our body that can also help us build lean muscle, fuel our metabolism, fuel our energy, and just feel good every damn day. Outside of getting enough protein and making sure you're eating enough for your body and your metabolism, what else is super important is the way that you're training. Again, I have so many women still doing cardio or doing exercises where they're consistently watching their Apple Watch to try and hit their move goal. If you're exercising to hit your move goal, I'm telling you right now, you are doing it wrong. Exercise for strength, exercise for progression, exercise to keep going to keep getting better. Exercise for confidence, not to hit a move goal. Because typically when you're exercising to hit a move goal, you're either doing a ton of cardio or you're doing the high stress, high calorie burning exercises that are spiking your cortisol. Look, there are moments for this. I'm not against HIIT training. I'm not against boxing. You see me boxing on my story all the time. I love it. I'm against the high intensity and high stress being the main source of the routine and then pairing that with not getting enough protein and not eating enough because that's putting your body under massive amounts of stress. And now we start to understand why we're having our bodies working against us, right? We want to coexist with our body. We want to be one. So we need to like, if you had somebody in your life that was constantly stressing you out, that wouldn't be a good person for growth. Our bodies are the same way. If we're constantly stressing them out, they're not going to grow with us. They're not going to do what we need it to do. They're going to start to put a wall against us. And we want to break down that wall and we want to start to understand our body. So if you want to keep your higher intensity exercises, that's great. Can we do those once or twice a week? But what's king, or what I say queen, because it's mostly women listening to this, is strength training. And that's going to look different for each person, right? There's not one type of right or wrong strength training. The best type is the type that you can show up for the most consistently. Because what happens is we end up, you know, shooting way too high where we're trying to work out six days a week and stressing our body out, or we're trying to do the cardio and the HIIT training and we're just ending up aching and exhausted and tired. This isn't something we can show up for. Why don't we want to give our body something we can show up for that makes us feel good? For me personally, that's more of a bodybuilding style workout. I'll do like one heavier lift, like a deadlift or a squat on whatever day it might be, and then accessory work around that. That might not be what feels good for your body. That's what feels amazing for my body. And that's where I've landed. Your strength should be the bulk of your routine. Again, not against cardio and high intensity, but if you're not doing strength training three days a week, you're doing yourself a disservice. Your body is starting to work against you. 
Three days is the minimum I like to see for women. If you're feeling great and you want to do more than that, awesome. Four to five days. We can add in little bouts of cardio, a day here or a day there. But strength training and walking is going to be your best friend. Yes, walking. Hitting eight to 10,000 steps a day or just making a conscious effort to move your body more. Our bodies were made to move. Movement is freaking medicine for them. You want to increase your daily metabolic rate? Move more every single day. Not crazy movement, not going for a five-mile run outside. Go for a walk in the sunshine. Make sure you're strength training four days, three days a week minimum. But what I really love to see, especially for my results-based women, would be four days. So that's what I want that to look like for you. Again, there's no right or wrong strength training. Just make sure it's true strength training and not like boot camp high intensity. With those two things right there, getting enough protein in your meals, starting strength training, pulling back from the stress, making sure you're eating enough. If you do that for eight weeks, you're going to change the game of your freaking health. When women stop my Evolve program, well, when we stop, when we stop, when we end it at 10 weeks, the number one thing they say is, I cannot believe I stuck with something for 10 weeks. Like I have women, we tear up on the last call. We cry because we become such this close-knit family that keeps each other accountable. We learn so much. We learn the things that we're doing wrong. We grow, we evolve. But the biggest thing is there's this sense of being so proud of yourself for doing something for 10 weeks because we can't remember the last time we did that. The things I'm telling you today are more than possible to do for 10 weeks. A thousand percent. You could do them for the rest of your life, which is why I teach them relentlessly over and over again. The last thing is going to be focusing on your sleep and focusing on your stress management. I know for a lot of you that there's not endless hours to sleep or you have kids or this or that. And and those aren't excuses. I totally understand that. That's valid. I hear you. I see you. Can we make sure the quality of sleep you're getting is better? Can we put the phone away before bed? 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour before bed. Can we have an earlier bedtime? Can we get up and take five minutes in the morning for ourselves? Can we take three deep breaths before a meal? to get our nervous system out of the fight or flight, to be able to digest our food better? Can we just be a little bit more intentional on managing stress? Maybe we can add in one to two Epsom salt baths a week. Maybe we can add in two minutes of meditation a day. I will never ask you to change your life around, but I'm telling you these small things will change your life. And if you want to have a strong metabolism, if you want to build muscle without macros, It takes these little small daily deposits every single day of more intention, of a little bit more protein, of strength training that you love, that lights you up, that you can't wait to show up for, of moments of meditation, of a couple of quick breaths, all of these things. What happens is it it brings your body out of this fight or flight state. And these small deposits will make the most massive difference on your overall health. Look, after this episode, you don't ever need to go on a diet again if you don't want to. You have the tools. You have some of them, right? Again, if you want more in-depth, if you want more support, that 10-week program is for you. Keep an eye out because it launches next week. And it's 
truly an incredible 10 weeks. So if you're needing that change, go with that. But if you're wanting to take it on your own, I just gave you so many tools of things that you can do. Always coming back to the foundations of your body, the foundations of your health. What happens is we don't realize that we're self-sabotaging. We're either on a diet or we're off a diet. But and, and when we're off, you know, even if we've tried, maybe you've tried to not track macros before, but you start to question yourself and then you start to feel like you're failing. So then what follows the feeling of failing is you actually do fail. You give up on yourself. You binge eat. You go crazy for a whole month because you feel like you're failing. We, we let that self-sabotage kick in because we say we can't do it without a diet. We can do it without a diet. And it starts with you taking back control of your health and understanding your body. So re-listen to this episode or go back and listen to my other episodes. I have an abundance of episodes on metabolism, your body, strength training versus cardio, getting enough protein. Dive into those 100% and know that it is possible to have a strong metabolism, body, mind, to build lean muscle without macros. You just have to start to earn trust in yourself again. So take the step in the right direction. And if you are wanting to join Evolve, it's going to launch next week. Keep an eye out for it. I already have half the spots filled from Black Friday, so there's not many left. Send me a DM if you have more questions about it, but I can't wait. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.